I am Matt Parker, your host of the House Rich Homeowner Podcast. Managing your home finances is hard. After many years in the mortgage industry, I've decided to combine my knowledge, resources, and connections and turn them over to you. Each week, I'll be featuring different home finance experts on my own personal insight to help you achieve financial peace at home. Let's go. Hey, Matt Parker here. Uh, Very excited, very grateful to have Lisa Billet with me today. Lisa, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. So, a quick introduction for Lisa. She is the one of the co-founders of Village Real Estate Group, which is powered through uh, VPG Realty. And I know you have two other uh, two other uh, professionals that you work with there, Lisa. How long have you been working together and how is that going so far? So my other partners are Jody Horn and Lada Nolis Vang. We've been working together for almost two years. Um, we found each other through VPG and it's, it's been remarkable. Uh, the concept of village real estate really comes from the idea that um, we, we talk about raising a child in a village and how it takes a village to raise a child. Well, it sometimes takes a village to do anything. And so the whole premise of it is that we bring our village to you and we help you meet your real estate goals um, with the assistance of the village. Oh, very cool. I love that. I love that. It's, it's so true. Um, what's one thing that not many people know about you? Oh, one thing that no one knows about me. Um, I would say the one thing that people don't know about me is that I am, I'm half Jamaican. Um, my, okay. um, yeah, so I get to spend my time partly in Jamaica with my family there and here. Um, my father was a realtor for 45 years, um, and most of that time was spent with Sutton. Um, so he, I learned a lot of what I know through him. Oh, Perfect. Well, thanks for sharing. I appreciate that. Um, so that, I'm assuming that kind of uh, brings us to the next question on how you got started in the real estate world. Obviously, growing up around it, I'm sure that had a big influence on you. I did. My dad, on Saturdays when we were kids, he used to have open houses and he used to bring us sometimes to the open house and we would we'd sit in the car and read books while he did his thing or he'd bring us to the office on a Saturday morning. And in those days... They had uh, listing books. We didn't have the MLS system. So they had a whole bunch of these books with these little teeny tiny little pictures of homes with a little teeny tiny description. And we used to sit around reading real estate books um, and uh, waiting for him to do his stuff that he had to do on a Saturday, uh, meet clients or what have you. So uh, we got, I got a sort of taste for what that uh, experience was like from the early to mid seventies. That's funny. Yeah, I I also grew up around uh, the mortgage world, having my father started to, uh, our Tudor Mortgage Company in, in the early nineties and filing papers, scanning like, at a very young age from the very beginning when it wasn't you know where we are today, where it was very much you know all hands on deck almost. All hands is, on deck. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's fun. I love that. Um, so if you weren't doing this. Do you have uh, any idea of anything else that you'd probably see yourself doing in, in the professional world? Well, I really like the legal side. So I always thought mm. that if I, if I wasn't a realtor, that I'd probably want to be a lawyer. 
Um, I just really like contracts and, you know, some people find that really dry, but um, I spent about, uh, gosh, 12 years working in resort development. Um, in okay. those days, I wasn't a realtor, but I was um, the regional project operations manager. So I got to spend a lot of time with developers and their, their lawyers developing all the real estate documents uh, for different mm. projects. Um, and I got a, a taste for sort of the international real estate. So it was, it was re- I found that really interesting. Yeah, and and a lot more important, I'd, I'd imagine, than a lot of even home buyers or sellers think in terms of the contract when it comes to conditions or any of those specifics in the contract, having someone that knows that quite well can be very valuable. Yeah, I mean, um, we, you know, as realtors, we're not lawyers, but um, I do, uh, I did enjoy that side of it. Um, that mm-hmm. I didn't write the paperwork side of it. Now I know we're in a in a unique time, being you know when we're when we're chatting here, being sort of in the almost mid-April, earlier part of April, um, and with the COVID nineteen situation and everything kind of changing with the real estate market. Um, I don't know if you want to speak on that directly, or maybe what your thoughts are in terms of how this might affect the market, or just your sort of thought process with real estate investing and purchasing in general. Um, but do you have any advice for current uh, clients that are looking to purchase and or sell their property this year coming up of what you would recommend or what you would say to them? Um, you know, I think all of us realtors are having these conversations with clients right now. It's a great opportunity for us to connect with them, um, not just mm-hmm. the email or text, but actually speak to people on the phone. You know, we can't, we're social distancing, we can't meet in person but um, we've never had so much attention or, or time for attention with clients as we do right now. Um, so I have sort of had clients go back to their goals. You know, what are, you, what are your goals this year? You know, what, what, do you, what, were your, what were you needing to accomplish? And then, you know, working on it from there. If you're not in a hurry and you don't, you don't need to do something and it launched something new or going after something new right now if you're especially if you're a seller might not be the best time but um, there's a buyer if you're a buyer um, you know there could be uh, opportunities uh, that present themselves right now but it really just goes back to goals um, and and not stressing about uh, where prices are at or where the market's going to be at Um, we know that what slows down speeds up again and vice versa um, you know, I've been in real estate long enough. I, I started actually selling locally in 2008, which was probably one of the worst times at the crash of the market. And I knew how difficult that was. And you know, what happened is everything came right around again. So I feel like there's this, uh, anxiety around it that we just need to breathe and know that it will all work out. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I have I have a, th- a thought process on, you know, when we get through this, whenever that is or, or however long that takes, that inventory is probably going to be lower than it would have been. Mm-hmm. But then interest rates, interest rates themselves will be, should be low. I mean, there shouldn't be too much upper pressure on them uh, over the next little while, uh, even though there's been a little bit of changes with, with how banks are pricing with risk and those kinds of things. But uh, it might be a situation where, 
it might become a seller's market because of everyone's ready to buy again, but not as much exactly. inventory is available. Yeah. And, and I think it's a great opportunity to reconnect with your realtor. You know, um, you probably set some goals with them earlier in the year or maybe last fall. Take a look and see what's realistic right now, what isn't. Um, they'll help you formulate a plan. Um, we're all figuring mm-hmm. it out together. No one has a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's always opportunity um, in these situations and we just need to be patient. Yeah, no, I, that's well said. Thank you. Um, is there a property that you would f- f- think of as the most memorable one that you've been a part of with it, or even a transaction where whether you're uh, the buying agent or the listing agent that you just stands out to you as one that you remember? I have, uh, there was a, uh, there's a few. Um, I think we're fortunate enough as realtors that we get invited into people's worlds and we get to be a part of um, some really significant moments in their life. And for me, um, there was a couple, one, I had a client or we had a client where they were fairly new to the country. They didn't think that they would ever be able to buy something. I mean, this is some of the most valuable real estate in the world. And they didn't think they'd ever be able to afford to buy it. And they worked so many jobs and they got enough money for down payment and they didn't think they'd qualify for financing. And we just worked together and they bought their very first home ever. And it was in Canada. And we both cried. We both cried. I, I feel... (laughs) but clamped when I, when I think about it sometimes, because it, I felt it was an honor and it wasn't about the property. It was about being allowed to be a part of that opportunity for them. Hmm. That, that's, 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 that's amazing. That's what a great story. I, I know that, uh, you know, we can take for granted what we have here just in general uh, in terms of Vancouver and Canada. So you know, being able to help people achieve life, sorry, life goals is is such a cool thing. And to be a part of that, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing. Um, last question. I like to use the, the term house rich when I talk to clients as just sort of a, a segue into what that means in terms of instead of, because everyone always says, oh, my mortgage is going to be so big. I'm in Vancouver. I can't afford it. And um, when I say house rich, I'm talking more of uh, a financial outlook or a financial belief in terms of uh, sustainability and growth and and paying what you want to pay instead of what you can pay, that kind of thing. What right. do you feel when, when you hear the term house rich? Um, I feel like it, it's an investment in themselves. I think that, um, you know, they are... I know that the feeling that sometimes they feel like, okay, I don't have cash on hand, but when they stop paying rent and they're starting to pay those mortgage payments to themselves and they start building that equity in their home, that's sort of mm-hmm. what we think of. Perfect. Yeah, no, I agree. And Lisa, where would be the best place for people to find you? People can find us at villagerealestategroup.ca. And um, we, you can reach myself, Lisa, Jody, or Lada. Um, and my email is lisa at villagerealestategroup.ca. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful to have you and taking time out of your busy schedule. I hope you stay safe and we'll me talk too. to you very soon. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Lisa. Bye. 
If you're like most homeowners, you don't know that your mortgage can be tax deductible. That's why we created a free resource for you called How to Transform Your Mortgage from Bad Debt to Good Debt. Go to mattparker.ca forward slash good debt to download this free audio training to learn three simple strategies that will give you the clarity and confidence to create your tax deductible mortgage plan on your terms. We are so grateful for our listeners on the House Rich Homeowner and want to keep producing content that you want to hear and would love your feedback. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast to help us grow the House Rich community.